Star Wars 7x7 episode 2183. Today we're going to talk about more connections that the novel Shadowfall makes to the broader Star Wars story galaxy. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So on yesterday's episode we talked about Star Wars Squadrons and how that story, the story of the single player campaign mode of Star Wars Squadrons ties in to the events of Shadowfall and today we're going to talk about other Star Wars stories that tie in as well. Mild spoilers for Shadowfall will be included in this episode, and by mild, I simply mean that I'm going to share bits and pieces and little elements and that sort of thing, but it's not going to affect the main thrust of the story, so if you haven't read Shadowfall yet and don't want it spoiled for you, then don't worry, you're in good hands here. So, what we know about Shadowfall is that it takes place roughly a month or two after the events of Alphabet Squadron, and that means that we are still in that very tumultuous space in between the Battle of Endor and the Battle of Jakku between 4 and 5 ABY. That means that we are squarely in the same territory in which the Aftermath novels take place, the Chuck Wendig novels that came out a few years ago, that whole trilogy, right? And a couple of players from the Aftermath novels are mentioned slash make an appearance in the story. Moff Pandion, Pandion? Ah. <laughs> Pronunciation, you know how that goes, uh, is mentioned in here. And Ray Sloan also is mentioned. There's talk about how an Imperial Remnant is coalescing and that Ray Sloan seems to be the person around whom that Remnant is coalescing. There's no talk of Gallius Rax in the novel Shadowfall, so he is still operating very much in the shadows, comparatively speaking which is, you know, what happens in the Aftermath trilogy. And I don't think it's really giving anything away to say that Shadowwing does not hook up with Ray Sloan's remnant as part of the events of Shadowfall. In other words, there's not going to be a you know huge battle where suddenly Ray Sloan shows up with the full might of an Imperial Remnant because, you know, the Aftermath novels don't depict anything like that. They don't depict a time where Ray Sloan just said, oh, I've got to duck away for a mission and suddenly she's, you know, in the deep core and <laughs> dealing with, you know, that sort of thing. So no, that's, I don't think, giving away anything. There are also references to Jin Erso again in the book, particularly because Chas Nachadik, who is our B-Wing pilot, idolizes Jin, and so there is, you know, more about that. And it turns out because Alexander Freed wrote the novelization for Rogue One, all those characters are, you know, deeply embedded into his core, into his being. And so it comes kind of naturally for him to reference stuff that's related to Rogue One. And so, yeah, you're going to hear a little bit more about Chas and her thoughts about Jenna Erso in this novel, too. There are also references to The Empire Strikes Back, where characters are swapping legends about the Battle of Hoth. It's not detailed, it just basically says that that's what characters are doing. One of the hallmarks, it seems, of Alexander Freed's novels is that there are moments 
where the soldiers, the pilots, are hanging out together and swapping war stories and the narrative talks about the stories that they're sharing. Sometimes they actually go into the stories themselves and in particular you're gonna hear a couple of things about Darth Vader. Yes, yes, you actually will. Because at this rate, I think Vader kinda has to be a surprise in everything. <laughs> oh man, we could probably do a whole episode about that right now, but yeah, well, maybe I'll look at that down the line. Anyway, um, there's also a brief reference to Star Wars Rebels and a character that is no longer with us. Also, there is no, even though Hera Syndulla appears, still no reference to Jason Syndulla, who would be the child that she had with Kanan Jarrus that we met very briefly at the end of of the run of Star Wars Rebels, but still don't know where Jason is, what he's up to, or anything like that. But the biggest connection is one that was sort of hiding in plain sight, and I'm kind of embarrassed that I didn't clue into it throughout my entire first read of the novel, and it was only as I started listening to the audiobook version that I thought to myself, wait a second, and so I double-checked, and lo and behold, so the word twilight only appears once in the novel and it is a reference to the time of day. It is not a reference to Twilight Company. However, the 61st Mobile Infantry appears in the events of Shadowfall and that is in fact Twilight Company. Yes, the same Twilight Company that starred in Alexander Freed's first novel in the new canon. That would be Battlefront Twilight Company. And if that's a novel, a story in which you were particularly invested, then you will be very pleasantly surprised to know that some of the characters that appeared in Battlefront Twilight Company appear in this novel, Shadowfall, as well. In fact, it kind of makes Shadowfall feel like a more complete story, in a sense, because, you know, Twilight Company was about a, you know, 61st Mobile Infantry, like it was about, you know, ground pounders, the grunts, right? And Alphabet Squadron was very much about pilots, but in Shadowfall, the two groups are working together. And so in that sense, it feels like more of a complete military novel story, if you will. And so there you go. That's going to do it for our conversation about other connections to Star Wars stories that are made in Shadowfall by Alexander Freed, the second novel in the Alphabet Squadron trilogy. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.